The attorneys for Slipknot and former percussionist Chris Fenn squared off in a New York court today, according to a report from Metal Sucks, which we have linked to in the description of this video. One of the key points from the ruling today is that this case will not be dismissed and the former percussionist will be able to proceed against his former bandmates, basically claiming that they weren't acting in his best financial interests and set up a bunch of different LLCs without his knowledge or approval. It's a lot more complicated than that, but that is essentially the basic gist of the case. Now, Justice Melissa Crane heard the motion, motion six, where she was going to rule on whether or not Chris Fenn had stated a cause of action. Basically, they were claiming, look, dude, you're not really saying what you're suing for. You haven't been able to prove that you've even been screwed over or anything. So she heard that, she listened to that ruling and ultimately made a determination in the case, which was stated as follows. Metal Sucks reported Justice Crane began pressing Fenn's attorney, Joseph Dunn, who we've had on this show, on the relationship between the Slipknot partnership and related corporate entities to determine the nature of Fenn's involvement. Melissa, an attorney for the defense, a different Melissa, argued that there was no partnership implied or otherwise between Slipknot and Fenn, basically that he was not an owner of the band, while Dunn retorted that whether or not Fenn was included in that partnership, the partnership's business became the domain of those corporations once they were formed. Crane ultimately sided with the plaintiff's argument, Fenn, stating, my initial reaction is that it's a valid theory in the alternative. It may not be articulated in the way I'm most familiar with, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Deny motion to dismiss. The partnership between the New York entities like successor liability is an asset purchase. I need to see it further. It may be enough. It's not whether the plaintiff stated a particular cause of action, but whether they have a cause of action, it stays. Here you have motion five, which was filed by Clown and Corey Taylor respectively, uh, and several Slipknot related corporations registered outside of New York. Uh, they're basically saying that this can't be filed in New York. There is no jurisdiction here. These entities are not listed in New York, so you can't file there. For that, Fenn's attorney argued that basically all of Slipknot's business-related activities were conducted in New York. The defendants all list their principal place of business and only place of business as New York. It's the only place there's nothing else. Basically, these other businesses were just shadow businesses, and everything was rolling through New York, which honestly is pretty common. Vince Neilstein followed up by saying Justice Crane did not indicate from the bench whether motion five would be denied or granted, but in a conference after the hearing, the judge discussed details for document discovery, indicating the case will move forward. No date has been set for any further hearings, but a scheduled compliance conference date of June 18 indicates it will be several months before there is any significant movement in the case, as is common with these things. These cases tend to move very slowly. There's also something else that could happen behind the scenes. There could be some settlement talks between now and then. Oftentimes, a lot of these things never make it to trial because they're able to deal with some sort of a payoff. Maybe Chris Fenn is getting tired of this and they come to him with some sort of a dollar amount. They say, listen, dude, we'll give you X amount of dollars if you just agree to drop the case. And if he does that, they will drop the case. 99% of these cases never go to trial. And I would be frankly shocked if this case went to trial because Fenn's whole argument was, hey, dude, I feel like I'm being screwed out of money here, but I can't prove it. I need to access the financials. And if they say, what's a dollar amount that will make you feel like you weren't screwed out of money? 
and he throws that dollar amount out and they agree to it, then this whole thing goes away and it's old and ancient history. Again, it's also worth noting the other members of Slipknot, absent Corey and Clown, are not filing a dispute. Joey isn't even filing a dispute only Chris Fenn. And it is sort of difficult for Fenn to say that he is being screwed out of money when he hasn't even been able to demonstrate what money he has been allegedly screwed out of. He was being paid for all their shows and merch and all that stuff. I just don't understand particularly how these LLCs being formed around the country, if they're being run through New York, were such a big deal. I just don't believe that Corey and Clown had some devious plan to take to take their bandmates for a ride. Everything is better when things are rolling smooth in a band, but I don't know. What do you think? Let me know in the comments down below. Uh, thanks to Metal Sucks again. The story is in the description of this video and you can check out their excellent reporting as always right there. Anyways, thanks so much for joining us today at Rockfeed. If you're new here, be sure to subscribe with notifications on so you don't miss out on breaking news and updates. As always, we'll see you all very soon.